Hello and welcome to the Get It Straight Podcast. I'm Jason Sorotin, and with me, as always, my co-host, Judd Johns. How are you, Judd? Um. <laughs> We're at AAO, so <laughs> Judd's had a few. It, you, do you have what's called a hangover, Judd? No, I'm very professional, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> and on the show today, we have Mr. Dr. Chad Harrington. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so we're at AAO 2022, and we are at day two. Chad, what do you think like is the biggest thing that you've seen? Anything that's jumped out as a trend? I'm not so sure that I, I, I'm picking up trends. A lot of technology, a lot of, uh, a lot of new, <clears throat> new cool stuff. I just think there's a good energy because... Uh, you know, we really haven't had a solid meeting for a couple of years, so I just think everybody's here bringing their best. Yeah, that's why there's a lot of partying, too, just people seeing each other for the first time in a long time. Have you seen anything on the floor that you're like, man, I want that? Uh, there's lots of stuff that I say, man, I want that. I was looking at some dental monitoring. I'm looking at uh, uh, some scanners, some printers, those kind of things. But, um, you know, I think it's still going to stay on the wish list for a while. Trying to figure it out. How do you make decisions about when you're going to purchase new gear? Uh, I never really, I never really had a rule on that one. If I wanted it, I always bought it. I think the last time I was at the AO, which it's it's been a while, I, I left home with or I came home with an iCat. So um, there, uh, I I don't I don't have a reason or a why. Was that an impulse buy? It, it was. Kind of an impulse buy. It was an expensive impulse buy, but it was one of the best decisions I've ever That's made. That's a great piece of equipment. What does it do? Chad? Uh, it's a 3D scanner. So it's it's x-ray, 3D, or comb beam volumetric tomography. So uh, pretty pretty awesome stuff and not so new anymore. Um, but, you know, biggest part of the practice is, is being able to understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. So... Something you might not know about Chad. So you're in the airway. You're doing a fair amount of that, or you? Because uh, you introduced me to Dr. Dan Clower years ago. Yeah, but it's doing airway doesn't make any sense, right? So we're not yeah. doing airway. But if you don't pay attention to how a patient functions and lives, um, you, you, you're not going to be successful in getting them. Uh, not, I mean, getting teeth straight is getting teeth straight, but how do you keep them straight? And how do you make people healthier and better, right? So he introduced me to this whole other thing, which is this community of people that focus on how a patient breathes and, and how they get oxygen and air. And it's very, very important. Why? What, tell me, why, why would that be important? Bre- how you breathe affects your teeth? Yeah, how you breathe affects your posture. How your posture is affects how you, you know, the stability of your teeth. Um, that, that, I mean, my mind is a little bit blown right now. How, how, can you tell me how? Um, I mean, there's lots of reasons why. So, number one, if you can't breathe through your nose, you breathe through your mouth, and you have an imbalance of muscles, right? Does that make sense to you? Right? So, um, so mouth breathers don't have straight teeth. Um, and uh, mouth breathers have bad postures, so they lean forward. Those are the people who have neck and back problems. Uh, those are the people that have TMJ problems. So, there's a huge correlation between TMJ and, and breathing and sleep breathing. So... The practice of my friend was TMJ and sleep. Um, so one is let's get people to sleep well, not snore, uh, and and not get regenerative sleep without without clenching their teeth at nighttime, right? Um, and most of the time, when you fix someone's airway, uh, you fix their ability to sleep and you eliminate their pain. That is really cool. <laughs> well, the, the, it goes so deep. I mean. 
the, some of the stuff that Chad's turned me on to with sleep, and I mean, it's it's mind blowing. Like you don't realize just how much stuff is connected to a bad sleeping situation. I mean, I like to correlate it to be, you know, when you're when you turn 40 years old, you realize that everything's connected in your body, right? If if your knee hurts, your elbow hurts, and how in the heck are those two connected? So I think that's the you know the the correlation between sleep sleeping and breathing and and TMJ problems, it's everything's related in your body. Do you think or the ortho, so we, we talked about this some time ago, about the ortho kind of being the quarterback of anything sleep related, because you're, you're further upstream than anyone in that first assessment. What's your take on that, Chad? I mean, I, I don't think it needs to be the orthodontist that is the quarterback on that one. I think that it just needs to be that a knowledgeable person. I wish everybody was looking at uh, airway and breathing and function of children from an early age. Um, so, you know, the best person to really be in charge of it would be the pediatric dentist, right? Because they're the ones that see those kiddos super early. Uh, but it always turns out that we're the ones doing the screening and the questioning when they're coming into our office between the ages of, you know, six and nine. Uh, and we try to pick up on it. So we do a pediatric sleep questionnaire. We do CTs. You know, I think the interesting thing about the CT scanner is people look at the CT scanner and want to know how their airway is. And, I'm, and I look at the CT scanner as um, it allows me to visualize your airway, but it doesn't tell you really anything because the function, <laughs> the functionality of the patient, their ability, their, their abilities to adapt to their anatomy is the dictator of their, you know, what's important and what's not important. So you may have a big deviated septum and function absolutely normal. And you may have a perfectly straight nose um, and have, you know, poor muscle function or something that um, causes you to behave a certain way. Where do, you, where do you learn the most about if a patient has an issue? Is it a sleep study? Um, you know, I don't, I don't have patients go do sleep studies very often. Okay. Um, I think it's important for them to become aware of what their problems are uh, because they're not going to be my problems, Judd. They're not going to be your problems. They're the patient's problems that they have to solve um, in, their, in their lifetime, right? So... <clears throat> we do a lot of um, expansion and we do um, a lot of growth development things to try to improve patients' airways. But, you know, I, I always say that the orthodontist has some abilities but isn't, isn't going to be the one that fixes everything, right? So um, I've, had, I've been fortunate to get Daniel Clower as part of my, as a team member um, and getting a couple ENTs to work with us so that we can really have an impact. But... <clears throat> Um, the orthodontist alone is is just a tool. Um, you know, myotherapy is a is a tool. Um, What's myotherapy? Uh, I always try to keep it pretty simple. Myotherapy is <clears throat> uh, teaching patient exercises on how to breathe, um, and teaching patients exercises to simply put their tongue on the roof of their mouth, breathe through their nose, and keep their lips together. And and how do you create that balance um, of musculature in the face? Um, and you do it through exercises. Is that where your, sp your tongue is supposed to live, at rest at the top of your mouth? Yeah. Okay. And a great thing to do as you're walking through this, um, through this exhibit hall is find a dental model and look at the upper jaw, or look at the upper teeth. And if you look at the upper arch form, um, 
and you, it looks like a tongue, right? Looks like the tongue should live there. Um, that's one of my great, I, I love showing patients that. Um, and why, you know, the, you look at their pictures and their arch is super collapsed. Um, and you show them the dental model and you say, this is, you know, that's where your tongue's supposed to live. And it comes pretty clear to patients that that's what's supposed to be happening. Tell me about your practice in South Bend, Indiana. And again, we're talking to Dr. Chad Harrington. He is located in South Bend, Indiana. Tell us about, you know, when did you start your practice? Where are you at now? How's it going? Uh, it's, it's going great. Um, you know, the, I, got a, I got a story probably similar to my, many. Um, I, I joined my father in practice. <clears throat> my dad uh, started the practice in the early 70s, and um, I joined in 2004, the, the beginning of 2005. We worked together for 11 months, and uh, he said, see you later, dude. Um, <laughs> send the check send the check over here, and here are the keys, right? Um, so it's been, a, it's been a good ride. It's, well, I guess this is on the 18th year. Uh, practice continues to be fun, growing, uh, innovative, uh, always learning something. If you want to check out uh, Harrington Orthodontics, go to HarringtonOrtho.com. How many, do you have one location to where, are you spread out? Yeah, I'm a two-location practice. I have one in St. Joseph, Michigan, and one in South Bend, Indiana. For, I've talked to, there's a lot of residents here. What, what is something that you would tell to new residents who are about to jump into this workforce? Uh, well, I think residents are, uh, you know, they get, they're in an awesome spot, right? Because they, uh, the world, the world is their oyster at the moment. Um, you know, I I just kind of think about how practice was when I started. Uh, and I had the benefit of learning from a, from a mentor like my dad. Um, so I think importance are find a, find a place to go into where you're going to be able to accelerate your learning. Um, there's lots of, lots of opportunities for practicing with uh, some really great orthodontists. So I think paying attention to that is a great way to do it. Um, and then, you know, I think the other part to it is in, in your residency program, you, you learned a lot of ways that you don't want to do stuff. Uh, and so they finally get to go do it their way. So, you know, pick a path that's going to be right for you and, uh, and just start learning. Where do you think the orthodontic industry is headed over the next five years? What are going to be some of the challenges and some of the victories? <clears throat> I think the you know the clear liners are are really just continuing to have an impact, um, and I you know I challenge myself to be a better clear liner doctor every day, um, but I see I see ortho continuing to grow in the clear liner space. Uh, won't be for everything, but um, that's. That's, uh, that's going to be a big direction for it. Um, and the next five years, I don't know. You know, it's interesting to see all the DSOs and, the, and the, uh, those, those groups taking a big piece of the, of the market. Um, and it'll, it'll be interesting. I don't think that's a five-year answer. I think that's a 10-year answer uh, to see where we're going to be. Um, but we're spending, we're spending time with orthodontic partners trying to make that, uh, that transition the right one and kind of create the path for the best OSO model. Yeah, congratulations on that. that that's got to be pretty exciting. What made you make the decision to, to go that route? Well, it was a pretty easy decision because it, you're, you're just partnering with all of your buddies that you've been hanging out with and learning from. So, you know, most of those guys in that group are people I've copied off of for the last 18 years. And, you know, I think they all say the same thing, that we all copy off of one, one another. 
uh, and learn from one another. So it, it, it's pretty easy to, to partner with those dudes and uh, continue to do great things. <laughs> Chad, thank you so much for being on the show. Ch Dr. Chad Harrington of Harrington Ortho, South Bend, Indiana. He's got two locations. Go to HarringtonOrtho.com to learn more. On behalf of Brain Bites Creative and On Demand Orthodontist, I'm Jason Sroten, and we will see you next time.